Hi guys, what's up? Welcome to Simondo Talks. My name is Christina and I'm here to introduce you to some of the smartest Amazon experts from all over the world. If you already subscribed to our channel, good job. If you're new to our channel and you'd like to get some industry insights, hear some interesting stories about entrepreneurship and learn some useful hacks and tips that you can apply to your own Amazon business, make sure you subscribe to our channel now and hit that notification bell so you will never miss another episode again. My guest for you today is Orsha Mosh. He's the founder of Seller Appeal. Seller Appeal helps Amazon sellers from all over the world to get their listings and accounts reinstated. Let's say hi and ask him some questions. So I'm here today with Orsha Mosh, who's the founder of Seller Appeal and based in Israel. Hi, Or. So glad to have you here. Hey, glad to be here as well. Thank you. How are you today? Feeling good? Pretty good. Pretty good. A lot of work uh, and while exiting and uh, coming to the new holidays, but uh, it's good. Classic end of the year stress, I assume. <laughs> yes, um, could, you, could you tell me in just one sentence, what is Seller Appeal? Well, Seller Appeal is a company that uh, deals with Amazon's policy. Uh, there are a lot of Amazon appeal services, but we specialize in their policy. For example, uh, if you get suspended for trademark infringement, a trademark is something that is relevant to the United States law. And we don't talk about the law. We uh, come and investigate Amazon policy regarding this matter and write down the appeal accordingly while not addressing the law, but uh, addressing their policy. So basically, we are an appeal company. Um, we are dealing with every single uh, suspension that exists. So both listing suspension and account suspension? Yes, correct. We have uh, three departments. Uh, the biggest is the policy department. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a department for legal issues because after all, for example, patents have to be addressed uh, in a legal matter. So we have a department for that and a department for regulation issues. Uh, for example, uh, the FDA, DEA, uh, EPA, and so on. If you provide so many services and have so many departments, how many employees do you have? We are currently four employees. Uh, <laughs> and outsourcing a lot of things, but most of the things is here inside our company, and it's one uh, takes part in many different things. So, for example, if I uh, deal with uh, the policy, the writing of the appeals, uh, there is Sasha who is uh, in charge of the legal issues, um, and so on. Uh, each one takes his part and a part of every other thing. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, outsourcing things because I always think that there are people who are so specialized in what they are doing that it's just better to leave some stuff to them and not do everything in-house. So you have a great network. Yes, no doubt. Yes. Um, do you work with clients all over the world or do you say you only uh, deal with suspensions that happen on Amazon US or, or do you also operate in Europe? How does that look like? Yeah. All marketplaces. Uh, the policies, uh, most of the times it is similar be between the US and other marketplaces, but there are differences. For example, um, knives, for example, 
uh, are permitted in some cases in the United States and in Europe they are strictly not prohibited, uh, some types of adult products. So we are dealing with everything, while most of the times it is the same, but uh, each case has its differences. The first thing that comes to my mind is the language barrier. I mean, I'm in Germany. Let's assume I'd be a German Amazon seller and I get uh, a suspension notification that will be in German. So if I hire you, do you have anyone translating everything for you? The, or? Appeal, the appeal should be in English, no matter in what marketplace. It can, should be in English. And okay, the that's suspension perfect for you. Google, Google Translate does a great job for the uh, language barrier between the both of us. And as you said, um, like many suspension reasons are the same in different markets. So, all right. Um, how long do you take to get someone reinstated and what does that depend on? Uh, our fastest case was 12 minutes after we sent the appeal. And that was crazy. Do you know uh, Jeff Bezos personally or <laughs> no, <laughs> how did no, that work? It was for a random department. Most of the times the appeals are not sent on our behalf and our name is not even there. Meaning uh, we write down the appeal for the customer based on our experience and knowledge. Uh, and we send him to him with instructions on uh, how to forward it and to which department, what title, what attachments. So it isn't uh, up to us. Uh, it is up to the, to the associate, to the representative who gets the appeal uh, and the quality of it and how busy he was in that same day. Um, so that's basically it. It can be uh, in busy times, like now in the Q4. Sadly, it can even take weeks. Uh, yeah. our, longest, our longest case was two months because it was a very challenging and difficult one. Uh, but basically, as long as the appeal is good, there is no reason to be rejected. And our fastest was 12 minutes. So uh, it can um, be everything. Th that would be my uh, next question. Do you take on any clients or are there also cases where you like review the case and you're like, okay, it's basically impossible to get reinstated again because the seller did so many wrong things in the past or it was too severe, the violation? Uh, how how does that look like? Uh, so first of all, we uh, the client arrives to us and uh, Rotem, one of our employees, uh, is reviewing the case. She is taking a look at everything, the first suspension letter, what was the root cause, everything to understand, to perfectly understand what we will need to write in the appeal and if we will be able to deal with this. Uh, then we estimate the success rate and the price for the client. And if he wishes to continue, we write down the appeal. There are a lot of cases that we don't accept because people do a lot of crazy things. So if there are uh, a lot of black hat tactics or real infringements and uh, legit inauthentic items that the client forged uh, or invoices that he manipulated, we are not taking those cases because First, we don't want to be involved in illegal matters. And second, the success rates are very low. So we prefer not to deal with those. I understand. And I want to say something to our viewers and listeners. 
um, it might seem unfair to you that some companies don't take your case, but see it that way. If you're suspended and then you take, I don't know, I have to pay an additional amount for a reinstatement service, but the chances are like 1% or even less, then in the end you pay just more and don't get reinstated anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's actually a pretty honest and nice way of uh, working. Um, my next question would be, do you have your own experience selling on Amazon or where did the idea come from to, to found a suspension appeal company? Um, I personally was suspended a lot of times, about 200 listings and 60 times my account was suspended. Uh, <laughs> what did you do? Were you one of the sellers with the black hat tactics? Or? <laughs> I actually uh, brought in products uh, of my own private label to get them suspended. I created ah. a network of buyers and bought and uh, sent first complaint against, against myself to get me suspended and to learn Amazon's algorithm this way. What works, what doesn't work, how to correctly appeal. Uh, what causes the suspension, how to research the account, where does it, uh, where can I see it, the complaint that I sent. And so the last one, the 61 appeal uh, didn't work for my account and they permanently suspended me. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> such a cool story. But uh, yeah, most of the time it was fun and this is how I learned to appeal. So you didn't just read three, four blog articles I, uh, online, but you really got like hands on and you know what you're dealing with. I'm one of the few read Amazon's policy and POS entirely. <laughs> Hundreds of pages. I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> I think it would took me like two years because I would get so bored <laughs> reading it. It's actually pretty, pretty nice to read. It's pretty easy. It's not like the long uh, uh, legal terms and I don't know, and all caps. That's the uh, BSA, the uh, Business Solution Agreement. That's a different thing than the yeah. TOS, the Terms of Service. The BSA is the legal and boring thing. And the TOS is like what you can do and what you can sell, what you should write in your title, how you shouldn't write things, image guidelines. It's all very interactive. There are a lot of videos, a lot of images, very simple language and uh, it's not that uh, scary when did you start your company about uh, three years ago nice and what do you think makes a good uh, suspension appeal company like in general to know and to understand the root cause that's basically it while you understand uh, what you did wrong you know how to address it and as long as you know how to uh, interpret it or to write it correctly, you and, and why should I choose uh, your company over other appeal companies? There are a few great other uh, appeal companies. Uh, we specialize in Amazon's policy. And as I first started, for example, the trademark, uh, just two weeks ago, we got a client who was suspended for trademark infringement. He hired other companies, legal company lawyers, and they said they, there is no infringement because the trademark is not valid, because he registered it and there was prior uh, legal things. And Amazon Associates don't know how to verify those claims. How can the Indian uh, Amazon employee 
uh, or in Bangladesh that a one and a half dollar per hour knows how to verify that the trademark is not valid. He doesn't know. He got his SOPs. He got his guidelines to verify to see if the, the appeal address is one to three. And he didn't. He just said the trademark is not valid. So uh, it got rejected and the client arrived to us. And what we did is we addressed this in the Amazon's policy language. And we said, we're sorry, we wrongly used this term. We deleted it. We will not do it again on eight pages appeal. Uh, and it worked because this is Amazon's policy. This is their language and this, this is not legal. And this is our speciality. So you're basically like a translation company. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what are three things that your clients say about you and your work? Imagine I go to a former client of yours and say, I don't know if I should hire a seller appeal. Can you tell me a little bit about them? What would they say to me? Mm, first response, we understand that every minute is money. And so we try and respond and communicate as fast as possible. Um, I would say some sort of a wow effect with the appeal. Uh, all of a sudden you get a eight, 10, 12 pages appeal that you don't know where it arrived from. Uh, and I will say uh, communicative. We try to explain the situation and the root cause to the client. So we will not only get reinstated, but you will know why and you will know how to prevent it in the future. Are you sometimes also acting as psychologist? Because I know that a lot of All sellers, yeah, a lot All of sellers time. are so desperate and um, just <laughs> see, see like their whole business falling apart. So do you mm -hmm. also try to like calm them down and? All, all my employees are Amazon sellers themselves and they got suspended. And so they know, and I know, and we know the urgency and uh, how frustrating it is to talk with an automated system. Um, and we know that, and this is why we always try to help the sellers to calm them down uh, and to, be, um, to have empathy towards them. And in your experience, what are the main reasons for suspensions, the main mistakes that sellers make? Mm, it's most of the times it's not due to mistakes. It's uh, the most common suspension is something called used item. That used item sold is new. This means that a customer uh, bought your product and they return it because um, the package looked uh, a little bit dirty or opened uh, or similar common like that. And that's most of the times Amazon's fault and their uh, bad warehouse and uh, shipment. And that's on you. Uh, the second most common is comp copyright. You can't protect that. You can't protect against it. Uh, you can't avoid it. Even if you created everything by yourself, design patterns, the same. Most of the times it, uh, it isn't a mistake that the customer make. And the third uh, most common one is something called detail page needed correction. This means that in your listing, uh, title, bullet points, images, a description, EBC, A plus contacts today, there was some violation. And this is something that everyone can avoid. Most of the times the content writers, the copywriters who write your list, or if you wrote it by yourself, 
they aren't fully aware of Amazon's policy. And unfortunately, it gets a lot of people suspended. And what should sellers do like step-by-step step, after getting a suspension letter by Amazon? First would be to understand if you wish to try and deal with this alone or to take this professionally. After all, it's your time and your money. And if uh, you prefer to lose more time to save money, that's a business decision which is more than acceptable and uh, is great because that's the 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 sum of the money after all uh, so to understand if you wish uh, to prefer which way uh, second would be to understand why as i said if it is used item understand that it is because of a customer complaint if it is a design patent understand what a patent means if your product is exactly the same as someone else's a copyright to see if you copied someone or if you could created everything by yourself uh, there are some cases like regulation issues, FDA, EPA, DEA, that I wouldn't advise to go alone because those, those are very difficult ones to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, everything that is strictly Amazon's policy, you can deal with this alone. You can. I want to say something about that. Um, what a lot of sellers don't keep in mind is that like every day that you miss out on sales also means like res re less revenue, less money for you. Mm -hmm. So you should really think in the beginning, is it worth um, being suspended a week longer and doing it by myself or just paying a certain amount to an appeal company and they get me reinstated more quickly? As you say, it's a exactly. business exactly. business decision. Um what happens if I'm not happy with your work? If I hire you and for some reason the suspension appeal doesn't work, uh, how do you deal with unhappy clients, if you ever had any? <laughs> well, first of all, we include all follow-ups needed in our appeal, in our service. Uh, it almost never does get solved in the first attempt because that's Amazon. And the, the representatives are a lot of time lazy uh, there are a lot of technical issues. There are a lot of there is a lot of ping pong that we need to do with them to uh, arrive to obtain more information and so on. And so we include all follow-ups needed and eventually solve this, even escalate to Jeff Bezos' department. If you are unhappy, we usually prefer to refund your money if it was our fault. Um, and, but most of the times we get the problem solved. Um, it can take 12 minutes and it can take two months. <laughs> and um, Amazon's guidelines change a lot. Basically, I feel like it changes like 10 times every day. Um, how do you keep up to date? Like, how do you stay informed about all the new regulations? Well, when I first started to hire employees, um, my friends asked me, or aren't you scared that they will copy you, that they will start to compete you and get their own clients? I said no, because the policy changes every 10 days. And so if this appeal was relevant today, a week later it is not relevant and they won't know what to do. And I am all day reading. This is what I am here for, to read and to understand and to get updated with their algorithm and with their changes. Uh, it isn't only the policy, it is the algorithm and uh, the guidelines that the employees receive. 
and this is why I always get my listings blocked and try to appeal and see what changed and learn from it. All right, sounds very good. Then we're already done with the business part. Um, now I want to know more about you and your person. Why did you decide to become self-employed and not just work for another appeal company? Um, that's a good question. I never really had the opportunity to offer my service uh, to offer myself to another appeal company. Uh, I started uh, this a few three, three years ago, and I saw the need. I saw uh, in many Facebook groups people that get it suspended and help. What should I do? And I didn't see that they received any proper response. No one answered them. And so I started to help for, help them for free. And uh, things uh, got good. And started to open this business. So really because I didn't see someone answering this need. Do you or did you always knew that you will become your own boss one day or... Like the way you told it now sounds like you kind of like slithered into the entrepreneurial that's exactly, life. That's exactly what happened. I never was employed. Uh, I never was, uh, I never worked in a company before. Um, first time here in Israel, we are uh, obligated to enlist into the army. And so I was three years in the army. And as soon as I got, uh, I got out, this is the first time thing that I do. I never went to uh, study or never went uh, to work for a different company. Uh, and people always tell me, you should get uh, a law degree. Uh, uh, go and be a lawyer. And so I hired a lawyer instead <laughs> because it was easier. I was going to say, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a lot smarter. Um, you seem happy with your work, right? Uh, this is everyday challenge. Uh, every case is uh, very challenging to solve and when there are cases that uh, uh, there is something, wait, what? what's going on? Why was it suspended? We don't go to sleep until yeah. we solve it, until we solve the, the problem. And so I'm pretty happy with it. So you like the challenge, but are there also some things that you don't like about your job? Of course, of course. There are clients who tend to get uh, a little too much, uh, but that's understandable. And that's part of it, the psychology thing. Um, what is a skill or character trait that you wish you had, but you don't have? Um, a little bit more patient, not, not to be too rush, I would say. Not to be too rush with my answers to clients. And if you could have a superpower, like something that's not real, like flying or uh, teletransporting, which one would it be? Um, super knowledge, I would say, to, to read into my mind everything. That would be great. I couldn't, like I asked this question like 10 times now, but uh, I still don't know which superpower I like to have. <laughs> everything has pros and cons. Um, was there a time where you wanted to quit and just say like, this is too stressful, this is too much responsibility, I want to go to work for another company or did you never have such a situation? So far, no. Okay, let's hope it stays like this. <laughs>
Um, if you could ask Jeff Bezos for one favor, what would it be? Get the Chinese black hatters off your platform. Yeah, it's very hard, right? I wouldn't even know how, how they should do it. I just want them to do it, but I don't know how. <laughs> That's a cat and a mouse situation. They suspend, they come with new tricks. It's, it, I can understand uh, the seller's frustration and I can understand Amazon's side. And uh, uh, when sellers uh, come and complain that Amazon suspends too easily, it's important to understand that we caused this as well with all the reviews manipulation and the giveaways we made and uh, the chase we are trying to catch up with the Chinese sellers, most of the sellers are violating Amazon's policy in some way or another. And so uh, I don't think it's right to afterwards to come and complain about their suspension because we caused it. Um, what do you think is the worst about the situation? Is it like... Um hijackers or I don't know Chinese sellers that give your listings a lot of bad ratings like what what's the main problem with that the ratings the rating is because it's almost unsolvable yeah it's very hard to verify like if it's if it's just even, a competitor even if, or if you, even if you have proofs you can't come to Amazon and say to them hey a competitor is abusing me because Amazon uh, comes with an approach that we are amazing. There is no issue with our platform. There are no black hatters. There are no issues. There can be no manipulations. And if you are coming and complaining about manipulation, it's because you are making the manipulations. Our platform is amazing. And that's an issue. That's a uh, problematic approach. Definitely. Do you have any idols in this industry that like inspire you what, for what you're doing? Um, no, not so far. I try to create my own thing here um, and I'm not aware of too many people who are doing the same. I am aware of other appeal companies uh, and we are in great relationships with, it, with each other. We are sharing a lot of knowledge, but I wouldn't say they are some kind of idols. All right, then um, let's talk a bit about your future. We're only about a week uh, away from 2020. Um, what, what are your plans for 2020? I think you told me when we met in Tel Aviv a little bit that you um, are about to found a new company with some other people from the industry. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so, so we are actually uh, merging our company, Seller Appeal, with three other companies. So we will be four, a super a group of uh, four, uh, and we are going to start a new company that will compete with the top, and we will provide everything from sourcing to uh, PPC managements uh, uh, to appeal services uh, to notifications, everything you can possibly think of, in uh, the best technology there is we are there are, uh, eight uh, other people other than our four so we are a group of 12 currently and we are working on this we are working on this and we will uh, uh, start sharing this out in the next few months 
Um, we got a lot of budget currently, and we will uh, go public with the company. That sounds awesome. So there's we a... We will make an IPO uh, in the next few months. Oh, wow. And, uh, uh, we'll hear about this later. A new uh, agency superpower on the horizon. <laughs> Our viewers and uh, listeners should keep that in mind. All right, then I'm already at my last question. If you had the attention of every Amazon seller in the whole world for one minute, which three tips would you give them? Uh, don't chase after uh, your competitors and Chinese black hatters. A lot of people say to me that, uh, how can I win in this market? How can I succeed when my competitor is making manipulations? I have to make manipulations as well. So don't, don't do it because they will get suspended and you will take their place. Uh, the second will be to understand that you are entering a business here. This isn't two hours a day and go to the sea. This isn't really a sea, that's a, that's a wallpaper. It's the, <laughs> I was going to say you, you live the digital nomad life <laughs> working at the beach. <laughs> Uh, it looks like it, uh, at least that. Um, so it's not, it's not this, it's not, it's not this. You need to understand it, otherwise you will not succeed. Uh, and sadly, a lot of gurus and uh, mentors are saying that it will be. Uh, and so you need to understand that this is a business like everything else. And uh, uh, like everything else, it has high chances not to work. And the third would be to not to try and keep everything in your own hands. If you don't know PPC, go and hire someone who knows PPC. Otherwise you will spend your time and money and it will be hard to grow. Yeah, probably won't get any results and just burn all of your investments. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Uh, perfect. Thank you so much for your tips and your time and answering all of my questions. It was a pleasure having you on. And uh, yeah, I wish you a happy new year. How will you celebrate? With your family? Uh, yeah, with my family here in Israel. Sounds nice. Then yeah, I wish you a couple of relaxing days, hopefully, and a lot of success for 2020. Thank you very much, Christina. For you as well. All right, guys, that's it for today. That was my interview with Or. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions for him or for me, simply leave your comment below this video. I also included some helpful links in the video description where you can find out more about Seller Appeal and Sermondo.com. And now I want to know from you guys, do you think it's worth hiring a suspension appeal service? Would you rather appeal a suspension yourself? Why? Why not? Let me know. Drop your comment below. There was something else I wanted to say. Oh yeah, subscribe to our channel. You can do this now by either clicking the Sermonda globe somewhere here or the red subscribe button somewhere here below the video. And if you do so, I will see you guys next time.